0: Do you want to know what my stipend is per day for just the civic duty? Because they do give you a little wonga for the... uh, Oh, they pay you? Yeah, they pay you. Okay, £32 a day.
1: £32 a day, just for sitting on your ass. My ass. Eating sandwiches. you
0: don't don't eat sandwiches. You don't sit there eating popcorn in the court. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. No. Smashing Security, episode
1: 258. Tesla Remote Hijacks and Revolting YouTubers, with Carol Terrio and Graham Cluley. Hello, hello, and welcome to Smashing Security, episode 258. My name's Graham Cluley.
0: And I'm Carol Terrio. And we're joined at this
1: unearthly hour (laughs) by (laughs) absolutely no one.
0: What's going on, Carol? Well, I'm still doing my civic duty. Um, Hopefully it's going to end very soon, Uh, but it is taking up an enormous amount of time. In my life.
1: This is your jury service, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I can't confirm or deny my uh, responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to finding out what it's all about. Well, when I can, I will. I'll share on the show. Is it a legal case
1: involving elephants being hidden under pots? Because Who told you? After, after last week's episode, there's been a bit of blowback from the listeners.
0: Yeah, I love the listeners because I did the most horrific job in trying to explain it, although it was really funny. But yes, it was the Monty Hall goat. The listeners did a really good job of explaining it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it turns out that you were wrong.
1: I was wrong and you were right, though it's pretty mind-bending, isn't it? So we are recording this episode early in the morning earlier than we've ever done it before because you've got to go to jury service.
0: so let's get on with it shall we but first let's thank this week's sponsors one password and upticks it's their support that help us give you this show for free now coming up on today's show graham what do you got is it a big tease or a tesla vulnerability (laughs) and i am going to talk about celebrities youtubes and those flipping nfts all this and much more coming up on this episode smashing security
1: Now, chum, chum, Teslas, Tesla cars made by our good friend. We're not handmade by him, I imagine. It's not. Can you imagine if they were? What? Maybe everyone assumes he does everything at the company. He's the one boring into the ground. He's the one making the cars, building the spaceships, inventing everything. We
0: thought that of Steve Jobs as well. I suppose so. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Teslas, obviously they are desirable cars for many people, cost lots of cash, do clever things, maybe a bit too clever for their own good. hmm Perhaps. There is a hacker. Well, is he a hacker or is he a security researcher? You can decide for yourself. Based in Germany, he claims to have taken remote control of Tesla cars allowing him to disable their sentry mode, in other words, their security, unlock doors, start the cars remotely, even spy on drivers, because apparently Teslas have little internal cameras um, watching the driver. I don't know if that's to work out if someone's fallen asleep or what.
0: Oh, my God. If there was a court case and you needed to know who was driving the car and it was unclear, you know, the cops could hit up, yeah, with a subpoena saying, can you just let us know?
1: Well, I, I don't know if it's all held locally. Maybe it isn't even stored. Who Knows. Who
0: knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Who's not us? Yeah. I've never been in a Tesla, actually.
1: No? No. No, I don't think I have either, actually. Anyway, there is a chap. His name is David Colombo. <laughs> and uh, 19-year-old David Colombo.
0: 19. Barely face fuzz. He he
1: runs Colombo Security. and wow. uh, he's entrepreneurial. Well, he may just set up, a, I don't know how many people he employs.
0: I know, but 19, you know, most of them are like smoking jazz cigarettes and...
1: Well, oh, maybe maybe you know, when you were around. 19. I mean, I, I was writing computer games and uh, doing bits and bobs. Anyway, HMRC may be listening, let's not go into it. Um, he says that he has found a way of gaining unauthorised access to more than 25 Tesla vehicles...
0: In several countries around the world. Oh, several countries. See, I was thinking if they all had to be nearby or no, something. No, no, okay, no, no, that's no. interesting. No, okay. no, 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 no. This ah. is all remote.
1: This is all remote control. Mm-hmm. And so 25 vehicles in several countries, including Germany, Belgium, Finland, Denmark, the UK, the US of a Canadian. What? And Canada? China.
0: He went after Canadians.
1: There are Canadians with Teslas. Who'd have known it? David Colombo. Okay. <laughs> well, here's another thing. <laughs> Just one more thing. Uh, he says that this problem isn't actually Tesla's fault, but instead the problem lies with vulnerabilities in a third-party app which some Tesla drivers have downloaded and used. Ah,
0: so-, so third parties can sometimes be part of a company's supply chain, right? So Tesla uses components from company X, and if that X component has a vulnerability, You may kind of say, Hey, Tesla, do your due diligence and check all the components and make sure they, you know, follow the rules. But this is an app that drivers have downloaded themselves. That's right. It actually has no connection with Tesla at all. Okay.
1: So Tesla don't endorse it. They don't use it. They haven't vetted the software. It's something someone else has taken, which uses, I imagine, the Tesla API.
0: Does this have a name? Well, Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. I'm jumping ahead.
1: It does. No, 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 no. No, it's a good question because it's the obvious thing to ask is well, what is this app? Well, the name is being withheld at the moment because the vulnerabilities still exist. So Mm. some of them are still being worked on, and in an attempt to avoid other people finding out where the vulnerability is and maybe taking remote control of people's cars, it's not being shared by Colombo. Now, that's not to say that there aren't other People out there who've made some pretty educated guesses as to what this app is, but I'm not going to get into that on this particular show.
0: Yeah, it's kind of unusual if you're doing a responsible disclosure of a flaw to talk Mm. about it before it has been resolved. Well, yes, it is. And that possibly
1: has brought a little bit of unwanted attention oh. uh, as far as David Colombo concerned. Okay. Because he did say, hey, you know, I found a way to remotely hack into Teslas. And some people are saying, aren't you hyping this up a bit? Aren't you, are you doing this maybe to get more likes and follows? And, well, sure. Who uh, who's, who and, doesn't do anything without that. wanting that stuff, you know? Well, well, some people do. Some people Me? crawl <laughs> out of the goodness of their heart. Well will throw themselves into the British legal process. (laughs) It's not like you can have a
0: T-shirt saying, I sacrificed having a guest on my
1: podcast. Do you want to know
0: what my stipend is per day for just the civic duty? Because they do give you a little wonga for the... uh... Oh, they pay you? Yeah, they pay you. You ready? Okay. £32 a day.
1: £32 a day, just for sitting on your ass. My ass. Eating sandwiches. You
0: don't don't eat sandwiches. You don't sit there eating popcorn in the court. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, no. but we digress. You don't get your sushi out. Chopsticks.
1: <laughs> Dropped my fork, sir. <laughs> you got your pot noodle. You are filling it up with your kettle. Sorry, sorry about this. Got your percolator.
0: Just hold on a second. <laughs> oh my <Christmas>. god. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, you're absolutely right. So this this isn't software which Tesla themselves use. It looks like this is an open source project. Someone wrote something which they thought would be handy. They shoved it up on the internet. People thought, cool. Other people download it. And they looked at the source code or whatever. Well, some people did. Presumably David Colombo looked at the source code. And he found a vulnerability which meant he could get hold of other people's details and credentials in order to access their cars. Now, Colombo says... With this power, he isn't able to intervene and interfere with someone's driving, but... It's only a matter of time. (laughs) So he can't can't meddle with your steering, your acceleration, he can't hit the brakes, but he can tell the Tesla to start playing music at maximum volume, or flash its lights, or unlock the car, or like we said, spy on people remotely.
0: You see, I would just want to know if I had that app. Yeah. Right? I have 15 apps for my Tesla. I need to know which one I need to dump. Well, mm. you just don't drive till they sort it out. I don't know.
1: Or just don't use the app, you know, uninstall the yep, app. Yeah, we you
0: don't know which app it is.
1: Right. And you don't know whether your data might be up in the cloud right. somewhere and maybe just deleting the app doesn't actually fix the problem. Yeah.
0: This is annoying for Tesla owners.
1: Well, David Colombo wanted to warn people. You can tell that because if you go to his Twitter account, he says, is there any way to get the email address of a Tesla account when you have the vehicle ID, the serial number or the VIN of the vehicle? Now, I imagine he's asking that because he does have access to the vehicle ID and the serial number. He wants to reach out to people and say, "Oi, I've been able to access your car, you know, and maybe you should stop using this app. But it looks like. He isn't able to do that with just that information. So he, he, I believe, was desperately trying to find a way to inform the vulnerable drivers. He couldn't do it. So he's told Tesla and he's told the developer of this third party app. But maybe, and I was thinking about this, maybe there's another way in which he could have warned people. Because Mm -hmm. if he can take over the stereo, (laughs) maybe he could play a tune or something telling people their car was insecure.
0: Hello. This is your test speaking. You have been using an app that means I can be remote hijacked. Delete the app. Delete. Delete.
1: Yeah. Or take over the flashlight or or flash a message in Morse code. In Morse code. (laughs) In the horn.
0: The horn. He could do a horn Morse code. (laughs)
1: Right. Or, and I thought this was genius, he could send a direction remotely to the sat nav, telling the car, because these are cars which are able to drive themselves, right, to reroute and go to a
0: billboard telling them about their vulnerability. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, because he can totally get billboards up across the world in all the appropriate countries. If
1: anyone could do that, Columbo could. Okay,
0: you might be confounding the Columbos here. So, interesting story. There seems to be... I wonder why he didn't go to Tesla right away because Tesla would of course have access to all the information of all the drivers. They may be able to go we can pinpoint who is running this app. We can maybe get involved in, in disabling the app.
1: He, he he has reached out to Tesla and it's unclear exactly what they've done so far, but hopefully in the short term something will occur. But at the moment it looks like this particular app has been made available is configured incorrectly insecurely which means that people are leaking their details
0: yeah the joys and pains of having a flash car
1: well exactly that's why you shouldn't have a flash car how are you getting to the jury this morning
0: um with my two little feet
1: oh, okay your fiats <laughs> We don't have a guest this week because, um, well, for the reasons we've already explained. So, what's your story? Ah, oh,
0: Graham, you beautiful bastard!
1: I beg your pardon.
0: <laughs> what? Well, this is how YouTube personality Philip DeFranco addresses his six point something million subscribers. Oh. Now, I've never listened to him until I just started doing research for this right. show. And honestly, I'm not sure his daily YouTube output is for me. I mean, he's in the gaming world through and through. Like someone might be in the security world or the pest control world, <laughs> right? Oh. And uh, I don't know if he's got himself sped up. You might want to check this out, listeners. Like for me, he was just going, like, you know. That That's this how was they after all my... talk.
1: That's how they all talk, Coral, on YouTube. You know, no, f- it's...
0: really fast and furious.
1: Right. Like Vin Diesel. Yeah.
0: Sup, you beautiful bastards. Welcome back to the Philip DeFranco Show. It is Monday Val Garcia, the CEO of the program. Philip DeFranco is just one of the many celeb YouTubers who are complaining about something. And this is not about the shed load of celebrity NFTs that have been recently hitting the market. Have you been seeing that? Do you know who did one? Who? Gary Kasparov. Wow, you must be uh, feeling weird.
1: I feel very conflicted hmm Friend of the mm-hmm. show, Gary Kasparov.
0: Do you know what, though? In this new world, I think it's okay not to love every single element of a person. You know, okay. you can just go, I don't agree with that, but Gaza's still my buddy.
1: Right, okay, right? yeah, yeah.
0: And then you've got Snoop Dogg, okay?
1: Who's not a friend of the show.
0: It's called A Journey with the Dog, right? Snoop <sighs> Doggy Coins. Didn't I always say Doggy Coins? <laughs> Right, he probably got it with me. People are going Dogecoins, and then when I said dog coins, he was like, "Oh wow, I can really, you know, get on this train." Anyway, you're welcome, Snoop. But these are just celebrities that have done their own forays into the NFT world. Mm. But I want to discuss something else. Okay, what would you say, Graham, if someone took a screenshot of your little gob, right? Right. Or a photo from your socials, and then slapped it up as an NFT for sale?
1: Well, isn't that exactly what Mark Stockley did at the end of last year? He took a photo right? both of us.
0: <laughs> exactly. Did we say, yes, you can use our faces? No, no. If someone goes and buys that for 10 million whatever coins, are we getting a cut of that?
1: I'm pretty sure no one paid any money for it, but yes. Uh,
0: well, people buy a lot of weird shit in this world. Mm. You never know. Mm. It's happening to other people, right? So some person or persons have decided that a really great NFT would be today's hot gaming YouTubers. So without their consent, these YouTube gamers have had their likeness stolen and turned into an NFT where they don't profit. Okay. Now, these NFTs were slapped up for auction on OpenSea, one of the NFT trading platforms. And get this, you know what the link is for this NFT? No, I don't. The unique URL yeah. is actually the blasted YouTube channel where these gamers go on about their uh, forays. into
1: The blasted know. YouTube channel? What do you mean <laughs> well, the YouTube channel? To, to
0: the YouTube channel. <laughs>
1: oh, I thought I but, thought that's the name of a YouTube channel. I'm
0: sorry. No, no, no. So that is your asset, the YouTube channel.
1: So if I had a YouTube channel called Unmentionable Nonsense, I would go yep. to OpenSea and the Unmentionable Nonsense URL would be of some swine selling an NFT of me talking or a screenshot of me from my YouTube
0: channel. Well, you would right? see the picture first, right? right? You would see the the card, if you want. Think maybe Top Trumps. Think of a Top Trump card, for example, a collectible Top Trump card. I try not to think of Trumps, but yes. Okay. <laughs> and then if you clicked on it, you know, you would maybe go, sometimes it goes to just a, a page, you know, web URL with a JPEG on it. right? And yeah. in this case, it goes to the YouTube channel of oh. the actual YouTuber.
1: Oh, okay. Wow.
0: Huh. Now, these celeb YouTube folk in the gamey world are not best pleased with this situation, right? No. So we've got uh, YouTuber James Stephanie Sterling and Katakaris. They've been tweeting their disapproval. One wrote, at least, at least, if you stole my shit and tried to sell it off, make it a T-shirt, a mug, a clock, a thing – That you can use and enjoy shilling off a profile picture for a collection. You can just make yourself on a Facebook photo albums, honestly, a new level of pathetic.
1: Well, I didn't know that they were stealing YouTubers shit and putting it up on NFT. But I suppose that is the natural progression of things. We did have that woman who reportedly was bottling her farts, didn't we?
0: Yes, we didn't talk about her. Do you want to? Well, actually, I think it's been debunked. Really? I
1: I will put a link in the show (laughs) notes. Friend of the show, Chris Stoker Walker, he wrote a piece all about it. He looked into the farts in the bottles NFT story quite closely. And it turns Um,
0: out it was a bunch of hot air.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will put a link in the show notes. It's a good bit of reporting by him.
0: Okay. Excellent. I would love to read that. Mm. But it gets kind of worse. Also, what hit the headlines is this Alana Pierce. She is a writer for a video game developed by Sony Santa Monica Studio and a personality in the gaming YouTube media space. And according to Pedestrian TV, someone apparently used a photo of her without her permission to make an NFT with a trademarked porn logo. Oh, So she's young, she's cute, and they've kind of... Ugh. sexed her up or something and without her permission That's really bad Yeah and on Sunday she said on Twitter that she'd be informed that a porn site had used a photo of her to make an NFT with their trademarked logo to profit off it Right and she says they never asked for any permission and she she claims this is where it kills me uh, she explains that the photo was a picture taken to promote her position as an award presenter for a prestigious gaming awards ceremony Okay now Can you imagine your head, right, from a photo (laughs) from an awards event, right, where you're kind of accepting an award or going to give out an award, cropped onto a nudie adult pic?
1: Um, My head has been pasted onto pornographic images before. What? Oh, yeah. By you? No, not by me. No, 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 no. No, by some sort of troll on Facebook. Someone wanted to. Uh, it was. It was most unpleasant, actually. <laughs> I, I
0: don't. Oh right, you weren't given like you weren't given like a six pack and a few biceps. Well, no, no, no. Some guns. That, that was
1: unpleasant. It was. It was that. I, I don't want to put everyone off their breakfast, frankly, by describing what else
0: was in the yes, picture. Yes, no. Please stop. But, please yeah, stop. Please yeah. stop. Mm. Um, like I once had a picture of me receiving an award, and uh, one of my fastenings for the uh, uh, area was undone. So basically, I had my pants on show, mortifying.
1: So, w- was this it, it, was this real, or was this yeah, done with Photoshop? Yeah.
0: Oh, I see. No, okay. no, really, yeah. Oh, no. right. I am just saying, when one gets awards, sometimes
1: check whether everything's
0: done up. Check your zips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck in your shirt. Check your zip. So the online marketplace is OpenSea, right? They now say there were thirteen point three billion dollars following a new investment of three hundred million. So they're making Wanga.
1: So they're doing nicely out of it. Is there any way to sort of complain to them? So if you see that something which belongs to you, such as your brand, for instance, is being abused on the site, can you complain to them and get the listing taken down?
0: My understanding, right, from looking at this Mm. stuff is NFTs are really, really unregulated and there are no real protections. We've talked before about, you know, people taking people's faces, like, do I have to copyright my voice and my likeness to have a legal leg to stand on? Like in other worlds, that doesn't happen. If someone took my face and put it on a billboard without my consent, there are places I can go to complain about that. Mm. But what do you do in the NFT world? So the gamer who covered this story um, asked OpenSea for comment about all this NFT malarkey. And they published this reply. okay? Okay. OpenSea supports an open and creative ecosystem in which people have greater freedom and ownership over digital items of all kinds. One of our operating principles is to support creators and their audiences by deterring theft and plagiarism on our platform. Good, you're thinking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To that end, it is against our policy to sell NFTs using plagiarized content, which we regularly enforce in various ways, including delisting and in some instances, banning accounts as was the case in this instance where Alana Pierce's face was put on with a porn name. Right, So they, they've they banned that account, apparently. Mm. And we are actively expanding our efforts across customer support, trust and safety. and So as people are slamming up gazillions of NFTs to try to make a quick buck, <laughs> they are saying, don't worry, we've got the manpower to kind of manage this and we're ramping it up because, hey, we just got some funding. Of course they've got the manpower. Of course they yeah. have. Yeah. Have we not learned from Facebook that that's really, really <laughs> hard to do? And actually, anyway.
1: Or if there's no incentive for the company really to do it properly and put the resources behind it, which is probably the case with Facebook, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, at the time of writing, like, Alana Pierce has had her images removed from OpenSea, although the other ones that we've mentioned are still up there for purchase. So that quote could either be hot air or they better put their money where their mouth is, right? And uh, and up their game. To sum up,
1: are you suggesting that the internet has let us down again? <sighs>
0: Listen, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> okay, I won't, I'll never call you that again, okay? Never, never.
1: Start the year off right with 1Password University. Our chums at 1Password have always been about helping you stay protected private, and productive, whether you use its password manager or not. With 1Password University, they are putting their many years of security expertise to work, creating fun, dynamic, and free learning resources for people of all skill levels. So start off 2022 right and learn how to make the most of your one account features, find out how to build a culture of security in your workplace, or discover why reusing the same password across multiple accounts puts you at risk. Learn at your own pace and discover how to form an entire ecosystem of tools and tactics that can help you stay safe on the internet. Whether you're a business leader or a home user, 1Password University has a free course for you. Go on, check it out now, find out more, try 1Password University for free at www.smashingsecurity.com university.
0: We are also sponsored by Uptix. Uptix is a cloud-native security analytics platform built to protect the modern attack surface. Uptix zeroes in on blind spots that are preventing you from identifying and responding to existing threats and vulnerabilities in your ecosystem. Plus, Uptix normalizes telemetry across macOS, Linux, Windows, and containers, records system activity for historical investigation even when no alert has fired, and enables you to build complex custom detections. In short, Uptix provides observability across both cloud workloads and endpoints in a single, centralized platform. Visit smashingsecurity.com forward slash Uptix, that's U-P-T-Y-C-S, to learn more about its cloud-native security analytics platform. And thanks to Upticks for sponsoring the show.
1: And welcome back. Can you join us at our favorite part of the show, the part of the show that we like to call Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. <laughs> Pick of the week is the part of the show where everyone chooses something they like. Could be a funny story, a book that they've read, a TV show, a movie, a record, a podcast, a website or an app. Whatever they wish. Doesn't have to be security related necessarily. Better not be. I was hoping if I said that quickly enough, I might sound like that YouTuber. Is he faster (laughs) than that? Way faster.
0: You have to go watch him and just see. I just Okay. uh.
1: Well, my pick of the week this week is not security related. My pick of the week is a rather handy website. Carol, I would like you to open a browser, and maybe listeners at home, if you're not currently driving or controlling a lawnmower, and go to a website called cleanup.pictures. Cleanup is all one word.
0: Yeah, cleanup.pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm there.
1: This is a very clever little tool which allows you to upload an image, a photograph, for instance. Maybe you've had your photograph taken at a wedding and mm-hmm. your Uncle Arthur is there, and you don't like your Uncle Arthur, and you feel that he's ruined the picture, or he's bombed it, or something like that, maybe you'd like to take him out of the picture. Well, with clean pictures. you can do that easily.
0: Have you tried this?
1: Yes, I've tried it. You try it right now.
0: Um, okay. There's some uh, examples
1: there. If you choose one of those images...
0: Oh, right, right. Okay, good idea. And I've got a brush size, and I want to remove something, so I just... Wet. That's
1: right. So what you're doing is you are just doodling over the thing which you want to remove... And via the power of artificial intelligence and maybe some uh, additional assistance from a big technology company, Ooh. what you will find is it does a pretty darn good job of filling it in with whatever should have been there instead. And in
0: my testing, it does it really well. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. Can you describe what you've done? I've chosen a running shoe, right? So, oh, okay. Right. I've started a shoe, and I'm going to get rid of the laces. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to try and do. So I'm just zigzagging yeah. across the laces on the shoe with this kind of, like, eraser brush. I did that when
1: I got rid of the label, the brand. Oh, oh guess f-
0: what? The laces have disappeared. Um, okay, I'm going to get rid of the brand. It's like magic. Huh. Have you done this with two faces? Because that would be interesting. I imagine people who maybe had a really nice picture of themselves, but they're next to their jerky ex. <laughs> okay. You just want to race them out of the pick. Hang on. Let me just let me just find a picture
1: of you and me. <laughs> Let's see. Graham and Carol. Here it is. Okay. I've got a picture. I'm uploading it into here. Don't
0: take your time. It's not like I've got to go to court today. Y-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm uploading it. Here we both are. I'm going to see if I can erase you.
0: Oh, I really thought maybe he'll erase himself.
1: They're sitting on some steps.
0: Oh my god, it's the only picture we took together. It's like fifteen years old. Okay, it looks like picture. I'm sitting
1: next to a ghost after I've removed it. it looks like this. <laughs> it didn't work that brilliantly on that particular picture. But what happens if I remove my head?
0: It's like if, if I die first, that's what I'll do. I'll just haunt you.
1: Okay. It it looks like something from a David Cronenberg movie now. I've just removed my head.
0: Okay, so maybe your sales pitch wasn't that great. Maybe it's not so good at removing people from a picture, but maybe just tiny items.
1: No, no, no. It's very, it's very clever. It's very, very clever. Okay. I think it I think it's worked quite well.
0: I think it'd be fun.
1: Yeah. I think people should check it out because suddenly there are times when you need an image but you need to change it slightly and you may not have the Photoshop prowess. And so you might want to use a tool like this. So check out cleanup
0: dot And that is my pick of the week. Hey and listeners, celebrate that it's not a board game, you know?
1: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) No, it's quite cool. Well done, Greg.
1: Carole, what's your pick of the week?
0: Well, mine is also a kind of time waster because it turns out when you do civic duty, there is a lot of waiting around. Right. Right. So uh, I somehow landed on this drawing, I don't know, project, a bit like Pictionary. Someone gives you a word and you have to try and draw it, but you're trying to get an AI to guess what you're drawing. And you only have twenty seconds to pull it together,
1: Graham. I think you've done one. I have. I'm going to actually play it right now. Okay.
0: Okay. So All right. So here I'm
1: at quickdraw.withgoogle.com. Let's draw. It says. All right. Let's do it. Uh, draw a fireplace in under twenty seconds. It says. Okay. So let's try this. So I'm going to draw a little uh, square I see here.
0: Square or door or hat or oh.
1: sandwich. or It's laptop. not a sandwich. I see computer. <laughs> computer <laughs> or dishwasher. or truck. What um or fire truck. But I the flame's trailer, in
0: the middle. Or fire hydrant. Or lantern.
1: Oh. I have no clue what you're drawing. It had no clue hey. what I was drawing. Sorry, okay. I couldn't get it. We're, okay. we're going to do purse now. We're going to do purse. Okay, here we go. It's a purse. Right, I right see I square. Or cherry. Oh, I know. It's purse. It got it.
0: <laughs> hey. There you go. You drew a square with a handle. Well done. So it's it's quite clever, this, isn't it? Yes, it does attack you with words as you can hear. Right, yes. it attacks as you, as you go, which kind of can put you off your flow a bit. And it might be easier, I think, if you find this difficult, just mute the sound. Then you can just do it within the time frame without it going. It's a purse. It's a plane. It's a Superman. It's a, it's a. You
1: know? So what are they doing with this data? Because it's Google. You do have to think that this might be some plan to sort of take over the planet and destroy all the humans, don't you?
0: Yeah, I um, had reached my boredom threshold maxed out. So I then decided I'm fine with it. Turns out that's how they get you to do anything in the world. Okay. So, you know, if it sounds like your thing and you're interested in seeing how an AI can recognize what you draw, check out quickdraw.withgoogle.com. And that is my pick of the week.
1: So one of the things I find interesting about this is if you go to quickdraw.withgoogle.com slash data... They talk about the 50 million drawings which they've collected and they they have all these words and you can click on, for instance, hot dog and you can see 160,000 hot dogs drawn by real people and they've open sourced this. So if other people want to view what people have drawn for different words, it's quite it's quite interesting.
0: Do you know what? I missed that little data link. It's kind of hidden in the page, but I'm seeing that now. I'm brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind Mm. of cool. Even if you don't want to play, it's kind of cool to look at the data. Um, Take a look. It's kind of fascinating.
1: Right, so no elephants this week. That's a relief for me, at least. Um, And it just (laughs) about wraps up the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Smash Insecurity, no G, Twitter at the have a G, and we're also on Reddit in the Smash Insecurity subreddit. And don't forget to ensure you never miss another episode. Follow Smash Insecurity in your favourite podcast apps, such as Spotify, Overcast, and Apple Podcasts.
0: And high five to our episode sponsors, 1Password and upticks. And of course, to our wonderful Patreon community. It's thanks to you all that this show is free. For episode show notes, sponsorship information, guest lists and the entire back catalogue of more than 257 episodes, check out SmashingSecurity.com. Until next time,
1: when maybe we'll have a guest. Crow, do you think your jury service will be over?
0: My toes and fingers are crossed, although that won't make walking in very easy. But uh, Yes. <laughs>
1: Until next time, cheerio. Bye-bye. Bye.